Well, at least they're putting up a fight. At least they're putting up a fight. Like, now they are. Oh, these, uh... They was rolling over a second ago. Oh, these Golden State Warriors. Whoa, they went on an 18-2 run? Wait, what? <laughs> Yo, man, I'm sorry. I put the bulletin board over the score. I was like, we don't need to see the score. We already know. Like, that's the sad part. All of the, uh, all of the pregame, all of the like halftime, they were talking about like, the next rounds. Like, it's a foregone thing. Like, nobody believes in me. I mean, nobody believes in me. I don't think anybody needs to believe in them. Nah, they don't. You can believe all you want to, but like, when it comes right down to it, you ain't your ass whoops. Like. It's like you could believe in Lil Bow Wow when he was when he was talking shit about like playing one on one with Kobe Bryant, but like you know Kobe Bryant's gonna win that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the Pelicans. Like even if, like even if Bow Wow really had those shoes from from like Mike. No. Like why why are we talking about Bow Wow again? Because Bow Wow, you're gonna put some respect on Bow Wow's name. No, we're not. I'm, why I'm not? not putting. Any respect on Bow's name. Wow. No. Do it. Nah, man. You know what? I'll say this much. Shad Moss, bless that man. Because you know what? We don't want to see another black man down. So, you know what? Um, Welcome to Compton Beach. Yeah. Well, it's like. This is the Compton Beach show. Yeah. My name is Aaron Smarter. And I'm from Compton. I'm the journalist. And I'm from uh, Huntington Beach. So, you know. (laughs) I'm gonna throw some at you, dog. <laughs> Real, that's that's how you feel, huh? You're not even gonna claim where you're from. Uh, I'm obviously from Long Beach, California. Um, I definitely spent numerous years time doing all kinds of things in every corner of that city. I know that place like the back of my hand. I can walk anywhere and run into somebody who knows me and probably loves me or hates me. But yeah. if it was a Clear night. What? Wait. What the fuck? Uh, I just had a brain fart. Yeah, you I was, did. It, I, it was really... So there was going to be a Warren hit. It was going to be a Warren G joke. Oh, my God. It's, I, it was It was going to be a Warren G joke, and it was going to be all about Regulate, and then... And then I just... Like, I blanked out on that for... And that's embarrassing to me, like, that first two lines. You can't blank out on that first two lines, man. Yeah. Um, like, everybody knows that first two lines... It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Oh my God! Um, yes, and Re- and and that ju- and even that was just me whiffling while I try to like remember it. Long Beach is a suburb. Remember that, guys. Remember that. No, listeners. it's not the city. It's actually the fifth largest city in California. It's fucking huge. It's Man, just not as big. It's as got Los like it's got sections. Yup, it do. It 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 has sections where you go from like decrepit hoods where niggas selling crack on the corner and then three blocks down it literally it's rich white people riding bikes riding one riding unicycles and shit <laughs> down the road you're like what how the fuck unicycles like, how do you even, have you ever been just, around white people riding unicycles I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna say this it's a place where white people eat outside with their dogs yeah it is a place where white people eat outside with their dogs <laughs> like they never needed to gentrify no <laughs> like most of it, nah. It, I mean, you but know. they're doing they're doing all the other parts anyway, just because I guess they're completists. 
Long Beach is a um, weird place where where like people think of like Snoop Dogg and it's like oh Snoop Dogg you know yeah. Long Beach, but then it's also Cameron Diaz. Okay, so it's Snoop and Cameron Diaz. No, no. So here's my thing about here's my thing about that because I was because because this because the the Snoop Dogg Joker's Wild promo comes on 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 TNT when you're watching the game, and it occurred to me that man is a, is is best known. I mean, or at least when we were coming up. He scared America. He scared white people. He definitely he, scared white people. He was on trial for a murder rat. Like he was on. He literally almost went to prison for murder. Yep, murder was a case. That that man. Him. That man's claim to fame was that he sold drugs and gang banged. Yep. And now he's on television with a game show, cleverly themed around weed. Well, well another- like that's the show. It's it's a big freaking. Slot machine that the three slots line up and they say 420 on them. Like, no, the best what? part about Snoop and the best part about all this thing is he's the same person throughout all of it. It's not like he's yeah, he changed as a person, he didn't switch. Like, he got more cartoonish in the 2000s, but, but I would like, say that we like, all got more cartoonish in the 2000s. That's why I burned all my photos from that era. Hey, yo, you will look. never see what I looked like in the 2000s. Yo, look, and one day I'm going to find some pictures of this guy, Aaron Smart. I'm going to post it on the Compton Beach page, Compton underscore Beach, Compton underscore on Twitter, whatever. Compton underscore Beach, figure it out. Look, Aaron Smarter, when you look at him now, and you think he looks corny now. I don't look corny now. Yeah, sure. No. <laughs> you should see him. If you think I look corny now, you have to define for me who's corny because... Your criteria got to be hella high, or you are idolizing the wrong rappers, fam. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just a joke. Like, just, like if you try to dress just... like Migos in real life, you're doing too much. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna forewarn you: don't go around any of the places where Migos or people like Migos are actually from. Nah, nigga. Like, I guarantee you, Migos was not wearing Versace, 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 Versace in the bando. Well, maybe now they are. Well, they're not in a bando now. Yeah, I must say they're not. Like that, like that is out of the question for them. They're not in offside, north. You know, they, they're they're in very they're in various nice hotels as they as they jet set about the United States because you're not going back to the hood wearing a ten thousand dollar chain. You saw what happened to Paperboy. Yeah, you saw it, nigga. Paperboy got robbed six times. Jesus Christ. It really is Robin season for Paperboy, man. All Damn, Anthony Davis is looking like, fuck these niggas, cuz. Anthony Davis was like, I really should have shaved off my unibrow. <laughs> Golden State Warriors won. They're going to... You, you know what? You know what hurts about losing to the Warriors? They're the least... They are the most swaggerless team. Nah, man. My God. Look at Steph's hair. Them niggas don't. Look, how at, you have look a, at Kev's hair. How you have an entire team that's just four goals getting lineups? Like, how do wait, you have wait. a whole team? Look, look at Anthony Davis. That is a meticulously crafted blend. Taper. taper just, the taper is immaculate. Look at Steph. His hairline starts on the intracranial, interstitial, like... <laughs> Yo, like, like, like where your, like where your head close starts to close up, like where the little soft spot is when you're a baby. That's where his hairline starts. So, uh, for those of you who haven't caught on, we had the NBA uh, playoffs in the background, and the Golden State Warriors are just now going to the Western Conference Finals. 
Uh, yet again. Yet again. Uh, playing against the Houston Rockets. So it'll be a fun, fun matchup. Um, you know what? Good for good for Chris Paul. You know, Aaron Smarter good being for, the uh, intimate uh, <laughs> Clippers fan. Um, I'm sure it's bittersweet to see. The, I'm not. The, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at Chris Paul. I'm mad at the blue check because the blue check prevents me from saying anything that I really want to say on Twitter. I had to. I had to skillfully edit myself. I had to take the N word out of my post. And I don't like doing that because sometimes you need the N word to just to just punctuate. You need We're talking to just about emphasize. Uh, Where was this six years ago, nigga? Look, man, Aaron Smarter. I know it's bittersweet. But all I can say is fuck Chris Paul. As a person who knows very little about basketball, and fuck James Harden. I can say, yo, <laughs> and you know what? Aaron Smarter really does hate the Houston Rockets. Aaron Smarter really does hate the Houston Rockets. Bitch ass Houston Rockets. Get them niggas the fuck out of here, man. I've never wanted to root for the the Golden State Warriors. I want both teams to lose. I want both teams to kill each other. Uh, okay, relax. I want them to both die relax. at the same time, like relax. Superman no, and no, Doomsday. No, let's, what are you talking about? I want them to just get eliminated and no more playing and the Cavs. No more playing car stop. So and anyway, the Cavs just win no more by default. Stop. No more playing car stop. So uh, I put it to you like this: Air Smarter has this long-standing beef with James Harden that is rooted in real life. You know, people have fake. Beef with people they've never met before. James Harden has consistently shaded Aaron for years in real life, and I don't know why. I'm pretty no, you know I know I I you know what I I gotta say that he's just he he feel like he he feel yeah he feeling himself. I mean you know he's James Harden. He's a great player. He has a beard. I mean if he's you from consi- Compton Beach, if you consider great. To what? be, did I just pull a Rick? Um, I just pulled yes, a Rick you, Sanchez. Yes, you did. God damn, I'm old. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, so James, I mean, if you consider falling down on the way to the basket and jerking your head back to be great play, yes, look, fine. I, I put it to you like this: James Harden, a uh, what point of position does he play? He's a shooting guard. He's a shooting guard in um, on the Houston Rockets. He's from Compton. He's Beach. huge. The funny thing about he's not. He's from Paramount. Okay, so whatever. From Rancho Dominguez. Whatever the fuck that means. Look, the thing from, about it, from Delamo. Me and Aaron Smarter should be cheering him on more than the rest of them. But for whatever reason, he gives him shit every time. So we gotta be like, nah. Nah, fuck James Harden. That nigga be giving. That nigga be looking at Aaron Smarter. We gotta. Like, yo, who, oh, look. The fuck out of our face. Other basketball players be like, yo, what's up, Aaron Smarter? was good? All of them. So, all of them. So, Comp- so, so Compton Beach, we, have, we do have to give our condolences to, to fellow Compton representer. DeMar DeRozan, better luck next year, competent. <laughs> just, just him, him or him or Kyle gotta go. One of the other gotta go, Drew. Hey man, I the, the Toronto Raptors have have played out this experiment. They this team as constructed is not getting past LeBron. Look, okay, so they had their best chance to get past LeBron this week, and just. The LeBronto rap. He just threw the ball. Just he just let he just that's the LeBron James. That's the shot you throw when your mom says it's time to go home and you gotta leave the parking lot. You gotta leave the you gotta leave the the court. You just throw it up. Oddly enough, another hometown hero, Demar Derozan, is from Compton, and LeBron just be. We make the best basketball players, basically. Yeah. Well, that you know what we're not gonna go there. I mean, aside from LeBron James, who literally just because he's a fucking 
250-pound goddamn point center. That nigga really plays every position, huh? He fuck really Le- does. Fuck LeBron. Yo. I'm mad. I'm mad at LeBron, too, because, like, he was just born that. But, like, okay, here, no. You know what? I'm mad at LeBron because he could have just stopped it being an athletic freak. He could have stopped it being a mutant. He could have stopped it being fucking 6'8 six, six, Wolverine. But no, no. He had to be 6'8 Wolverine and then master all of the skills required to be the best at doing everything. LeBron's so good. You got to be Iron Fist no, listen, and Daredevil look, on top of being Wolverine. Look, look, LeBron's so Asshole. good. People hate him and they'd be like, but he's beast though. And he'd be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> nah, so there's people. Like, nah, there's people that really hate LeBron. Like yeah, they, yeah. they, there are people who like refuse to let LeBron be great because I don't like. I don't know why you hate Le- like because here's the thing: you grew up cheering for Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. I understand that. LeBron James doesn't take anything away from either of those players. And it doesn't take anything away from you yeah, to like man. like those players or to like they be like yo LeBron's a bitch. It's like man, but I've they be, seen Michael Jordan complain to refs a lot. They be going, they be going out of their way to like undermine everything LeBron does and move goalposts around and everything else. And it's like, hey, you know, here's the thing. I first of all, it's hard to compare players across eras. Because, because you know, things change. Things are different. The, the rules are different. The competition's different. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the play styles are so different. They're all different positions. You know, it's really hard to compare LeBron to, to Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant because he doesn't play the same position as either of them. Nope. And he doesn't play in the same fashion as either one of them. With that being said, he's, like, statistically at least – Outplayed both of them over the course of his 15 years to to their like if you even like if you took it and you averaged it out and you use statistics to try and like extrapolate what those two guys would have been able to do and what LeBron's gonna be able to do as he goes forward. Like, in his 15th season, Kobe wasn't getting better. Nah. Like in his That nigga was in hella a uh, super decline. In his 15, did Jordan even play 15 seasons? No, he didn't. No. He no, played, he, uh, well, he retired for two years? No, he played. Okay, how many years was Michael Jordan in? He played for a long time, though. But, like, he started in, what, 84? Okay, he played 15. His 15 season was his last season. And he was doing pretty well. He just. Nah, he was trash. Like, he was good on the Warriors, but he was. On the Wizards, but he was also, like,. Trash on the Wizards. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. like, like, like in terms of Michael Jordan, his Wizards year was were were disgusting. Yeah, they and were all, pretty rough. That nigga missed the dunk during the All Star game. And also, he was leading that like he was leading that team in scoring because that team was like it was terrible. Was like historically bad. They were the Pelicans. Anyway, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Here's the thing though. LeBron has had historically bad teams as well. Like he had to take. And he took him to the finals. Like he took Mo Williams. Yeah, he of did. Like he took, like he took teams with with Anton Jameson. Well, I won't say that he's better than Michael Jordan, though. I'm just saying the comparison is fair. 
it's it's fair to say like it's, it's fair, fair to ask question and and it's a debate. fair comparison. But y'all gotta, y'all gotta like if y'all gonna if y'all gonna debate like big yo guy up. Don't like try to tear LeBron down because it doesn't work. Like it doesn't hold up on examination okay. because because either of the things that you can say about LeBron, oh he doesn't have the mental toughness. Okay, it's a Jordan. Five look, years to no, get to look, the look, to and, get to the finals, and let's not talk about mental toughness when it comes to Michael Jordan. Is a different look. He's a piece of shit. He's a terrible <laughs> he's, person. He's a terrible person. He treats person. he treated everyone in his life horribly. He's an alcoholic. He's a degenerate gambler. Like he wasn't a good person. LeBron did all this while being a good person in the era of if you fuck up, we got you on camera, yeah. and we'll tweet about you for the next seventeen years. Yeah, like th- there is just. And if we want to talk about Kobe, like Kobe sat out whole quarters because he was feeling disrespected. He airballed shots. Like okay. he, did, he did a lot of weird All shit. All right, no, wait, we need to chill. He demanded, a, he demanded a trade to the Clippers. All right, look, we're going to move on. LeBron James is, is amazing, and we all should appreciate what he's doing uh, in the NBA at this time. <laughs> Including making Toronto look like... Uh, Hey man, leave Toronto alone, man. Nah, nigga. Drake doesn't deserve this. Nah, they deserve every ounce. Of, Rihanna of, said she wasn't even his friend. Rihanna really hit him with the. I mean, we not even. The funny Yo, part man, is, she said she made it a point to say we're not friends, but Drake. we're not enemies. She could have been like, we don't really talk anymore. We ain't seen him in a minute. She specifically like, said, I don't, I don't see that nigga. I'm talking. I don't think about that nigga. So like, he don't not exist to me. That nigga's less than air. She's like, remember when he said, I, I, I'm in love with you. Well, fuck him see, and fuck that. I'll see him. I don't understand anything. Remember he's when we had about. two number one hits together back to back in a five month period, bro? She got fuck that. She, she she got Drake. She got Drake blocked like in Black Mirror. He can't even see. He just sees a mosaic blur. Yeah, like bro, bro. He can't even look at her anymore. Bro. That nigga she, goes on her she, Instagram. That shit says no posts yet, and she's the most famous <laughs> woman in the world. Like, wait, what? She, the, Drake Drake is like Drake is like Googling Savage by Fenty lingerie. Nothing comes up. It's just like an empty That hurt, man. That hurt. She she just she has she has him like yo. She really hit him with the yo, the, we're not friends. Hey, Scorpion really gotta be great. Like Scorpion has to be great. I mean it's starting off well, but you because, know Drake. Drake because, drops hella because he's that aren't even being, on albums. He's being like like he's had a bad he's had a rough year. And honestly he had like, his first two number one hits though. Like everybody is everybody is more important than him right now. There there's at least three rappers out right now that, that have been making more of an impact than Drake. Who's number one? Childish Gambino? There we you go. Nah, okay. We, uh, nah, nah, we oh, I thought you meant the other guy. We don't speak his name. In oh. fact, he's banned from several radio stations now for his contract. Oh, yeah, Kanye West needs to hit the fuck down, nigga. The nigga said, I got liposuction so y'all couldn't make fun of me being fat. And everybody's like, Kanye, Yo, okay, wait, old, hang on, man. hang on. I, 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 will say, I will say this. I was at the Ray Shermer listening party for yeah. their album that came out on Friday. Yeah. Last night. And, okay, so I had not heard the, the new song that everybody was like, this one, song was so terrible. The one with him and uh, T.I.? No, the, the other one. I haven't heard the one with Who was the one with T.I. in Detroit? No, the poopity scoop, the whoop de whoop. I didn't listen to it yet. Okay. Don't play it for me. Here's the, nah, I'm not going to play it for you. I think everybody just gassed how bad it was. Like, it wasn't... Like, like, like Nick was saying like, he was rapping off beat and shit. Like, come on, man. Y'all got to stop. 
not liking the person and then start stop saying like the music actually inaccurate things like no like it's not a good song by any means but like it's really obvious he's joking about the poopy scoop thing yeah, yeah, yeah and like you gotta you gotta figure like he's being he, he's trying to be funny but his sense of humor has been has been affected by being a stay-at-home father of three Look, man, I got. I told you. I you guarantee said, you, North thought that that shit killed it at the, at the Kardashian home. North is like, <laughs> Daddy is so funny. I already told you. You seen the, you seen my tweet where it's like, look, Kanye, Kanye West being a, a father, an exhausted father of three, that's great. It's just the moment you take it. It's like you went from like everybody being like, oh, Kanye's getting fatter, but he's happy, so fuck it, let's enjoy it. To Kanye, why the fuck? Are you supporting Donald Trump? But, but here's the thing. Kanye is Kanye's always struck me as kind of an insecure guy. He's always yeah, been an course. insecure person who has who has taken criticism more powerfully than he has praised. Yeah. Which is something that can be said about a lot of people who you would consider to be really creative folks, really talented folks, such as yeah. uh such as your man Donald Glover, who had a terrific weekend. Like it's, a, a magnificent weekend, but like he has only, but he's only really just now started to come into his own. Like, like he, like it took him a while, and I think that there's a, I think that the difference largely is that because he dabbles in so many more artistic forms than Kanye ever has. Yeah, he has the ability to kind of like, if he's not feeling one thing, he can go do another thing. He doesn't have to obsess. He doesn't have to feel like he has to like be the greatest at any one thing because he's such a jack of all trades. It just so happens that he's really great at a lot of things that he does. Okay, so okay, Donald Glover being the ultimate, the um, the what's the term? Um, what is it, man? With the man, the person, man of many hats, uh, the guy who can do a bunch of things at once. What's the term? Why am I multi hyphenate? You piece of shit, motherfucker. Um, I'm talking about um. I don't know, millennial man. I don't know, man. Renaissance, Renaissance man. man. There you go. I don't know why I had a brain fart. He's because he, we record this shit at ten o'clock at night. Nigga, nigga, nigga be tired. Coming over on Saturday during the day when we both can actually form a sentence. Look, Aaron, smarter. First off, every Saturday morning I try to kick it with you. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm in an interview with uh, fucking Kanye's. I don't do sister. interviews on Saturdays. Air I'm like, Aaron, smarter. Let's do something. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I have I'm never. In you have never hit me up before twelve o'clock p.m. on a Saturday. Aaron, smarter is like, yo, I'm babysitting Molly Mall's cat right now. If I'm I hit sorry. you, bruh. If I hit you up any. T- <laughs> Her cat sitting Molly Ball. Wait, Molly Ball, though. Like, Why would you, of Molly Ball of all people? This no. nigga Aaron Smart. I'm like, Aaron Smart, let's do something. Aaron be like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm no, in Istanbul right now. I can't even hit you them. up anytime before noon I'm, on Sunday, on Saturday. You are not around. Aaron Smart, I'm this interviewing Turkey's on me. biggest rap star right now. This man is like, lying on me right now, and I don't appreciate <laughs> that shit. I'm like, Aaron, man, what you doing? Like, oh, I'm Dro- sorry. Droopy, I'm droopy. on a bus. With Jay Z, J Cole, and Beyonce. Beyonce giving me dirty looks right now. But look, we'll figure this shit look, out later. Wait, I'm like, wait, Damn it, wait. Aaron. No, because see, when it, that's the goal is to is to eventually be in the room with Jay and Beyonce, and they have invited me, and they care about my input and what I have to say. Now, when that happens, that's when I'm coming. No, that's that's when I'm that's coming. when I transform into the asshole that everyone thinks that I am, and I start telling people what I really think. <laughs> LP. 
<laughs> Next. And that's all I have to say about that. But so Childish Gambino, he had a great, great weekend. Uh, he hosted Saturday Night Live. He debuted his new song and music video, This Is America, Witches. during his hosting gig on Saturday Night Live. It set the internet on fire yeah. um, with its imagery and with its uh, proposed messages and, and as well as its is its uh, musicality, which has finally sort of synthesized the elements of his personality into something that actually sounds like its own thing, as opposed to mimicking um, or just throwing him, a bunch him of trying styles. to him him imitating his faves. We just want to. He finally sounds like himself, which to a certain degree, and which is interesting because. Of all the success he's had over the past couple of years, it it's only happened now. It's what, only I, happened I would, now. Here's the here's the, like, all right. So here's an interesting thing, um, because his profile increased to the level of where it's at around the time that he stopped really telling Joe. He stopped trying to be funny. I, I mean, I think what it is is it's not that he stopped trying to be funny. He just played the funny role so long. That he felt like he stopped, maybe he stopped, I can move on from that. I, I th- or at least I don't have to do it the way I did. His, his humor evolved. Yeah. Because it's very dark. It's always dark. But now because, it's like, yo. Nah, because, because he... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I never liked Troy on Community. I mean, I, I got it. It was an exaggerated sort of sitcom humor. But he was always sort of the most exaggerated character on the show. Okay. I will. Okay. So, opposed to the other characters who who had their quirks and had their traits, but were never really physical. But he ended up comedy. Any, yeah, but he ended up leaving anyway. I mean, I will. Okay, so here's the thing. Here. So he releases, of course, he he's the you know the creator of Atlanta with um, what music video director Af- a Japanese Hiro Murai. Hiro Murai. Which come on, man, nigga, don't don't do that. I was waiting. I was gonna ask you if you knew his name, but you literally said it while I was saying it. So. But what's interesting is uh, his him on Saturday Night Live was very funny because obviously he's written for NBC. He's written sitcoms before, so he fit in extremely well. All of his kids were funny. Even the shit that you didn't expect it to be funny was funny. Um, but that video, which is uh, nothing funny. <laughs> There's nothing funny about that video. It starts off. It, it, I would say that there is. No. Video video definitely has some some some, some moments where I'm a no. little where I feel a little. I'll say this. No, I, I didn't find the humor in it. I, I'll say this. There were moments where you know the. Party. I'm so pretty. Like that. That's was, funny. Yeah. That was a that was a a. I'm so pretty. A, a nod toward his old jokey personality. Yeah, but the the song is very. You know, it's it's we could spend this I'm whole not, episode I'm unpacking gonna, the song. Look, I'm not gonna lie, the song the song don't impress me. The song slaps though. The song slaps. The song slaps. The, the song the song makes for good background. Like I could not I didn't pay attention to what he was saying. This is, I mean, uh, it, it it really didn't it really I enjoyed it. wasn't Okay. I would, the best joint. I in knew terms you were of, gonna say that. In terms of its content, I mean, well, once again, Aaron Smart. It's hard because for us, we listen to a lot, a lot of rap music. So just juxtaposing black people suffering and dancing while we're suffering is something we've seen 
a million and, times. That is, you know? and that is something that is. But see, so see, it's that, not new but for see us. that. But that still comes from the video. Yeah. We're, we're, if we're separating the song from the video, even though, but the song kind of displays the same are, thing. There I, are a lot the of song goes there too. There are a lot of um, gestures to uh, to black heritage. Yeah. Uh, with a lot of tribal music. Yeah. Uh, it starts of, off with a lot the of gospel music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of funk, a lot of trap. Like it kind of runs the gamut and synthesizes all of these things. And it's a very interesting thing for him to do because he has tried to gesture at those sounds and and trying to make something that sounds bigger and more expansive and more inclusive over his time. But it's always been something that's that sounded like, well, here's a maggot brain uh, cover album, you know. A, a Funkadelic Maggot Brain cover album. Here's, yeah. here's me doing my best impression of, of a Lil Wayne album. Uh, here's me doing my best impression of a Drake album. Yeah. I mean, this no, was the first time where I couldn't <laughs> where I couldn't point to any one thing and say he's being this person. I, I will say that, like you said, he's found. Hopefully, at least from what we see, he's kind of found himself. Partially because he's allowed to be there. Uh, what do you think about how people are saying now? The, calling him problematic from his past and his previous stuff. And the, okay, so I've so I've had I've I've had this thought before, and I really this is one of the main reasons why I have kind of taken a break from Twitter, except to like make jokes during basketball games, because or to talk just about just to go on long winded comics rants, because it's very hard for me to take seriously this Twitter intelligentsia like propensity to hold every single person but themselves to a standard that is unrealistic and static like like yeah. Here is Childish Gambino making these jokes about Asian girls. Yeah. At twenty five. Yeah. On his on his special weirdo. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, well, he made these jokes once upon a time, so clearly everything he's talking about now is very fake. Yeah. And that's it's not gross. only cynical. The, yeah. It's hypocritical because we all were on Twitter making wild inflammatory jokes. We. Yeah. We bullied poor Natalie Nunn Ugh. into she is she like, hasn't been the same since bro into hermitage basically she because she hasn't been the same since because of the jokes like yep. fabulous literally was the worst nightmare of pretty much anybody who ever met like Lil Mama ain't the same nigga you right Lil Mama will probably never ever attempt to do anything in the public eye pat that 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 will that will garner her. Any level of uh, attention outside of her, and let's not talk very about local it. community. Because and let's not talk about Bow Wow. Listen, Bow Wow, Bow Wow, consistently roasted. Bow Wow, like since I mean, honestly, since Fab Twitter began, started the trend of dis of of clowning Bow Wow, and like, then even Fab got eaten up. It's even, it's even crazy. It's crazy how much yeah. we once 
and I hate to I hate to point to this as the defining moment, but really it was when Michael Brown died. Yeah. When when Michael Brown got shot that Twitter found kind of its purpose. Yep. But in finding its purpose before it really had any of that codified or, or broken down or, or or settled. It was just people roasting. Now it's yeah. now it's like this new mentality of like Gotcha. Yep. It's just gotcha wokeness, which is just, it's not conducive or productive because it's less about shepherding people into, hey, this is where we want to go. This is, yes, we all make mistakes. This is, this, we all falter. This you is how we is. learn. This is how we build. This you, is how we get better. You know what? It doesn't account for growth. Twitter it, it does not account, it for doesn't account for at growth at all. And so, every time you make a good statement about, not you, but I mean, just a person makes a, Quality statement, they'll bring up some dumb shit you said relating to that in the past 10 years ago. Now, it works when it's Donald you Trump. Got, you got to delete your tweets. Got yep. to delete all your tweets. Every now, year. it works with Donald Trump every because Donald months. Trump's president. So you can hold him accountable for every fucking thing. But when fucking, when, when Nick, you know what I'm saying? When like ASAP Rocky says some random shit and you bring up some shit he said in 2011 and 2012, it's like, bruh, like, like, we're not, he's a different, we're all different. How, Sway? How can we and, even and, use that against it? And it's and it's interesting to me because you're because you you may have you may be on to you may be able to say, hey, look, this person hasn't evolved. If they say something and then you say, well, they've been saying this stuff since 2011, that's that's your signal that it's time to maybe hold them accountable. That's true. But you also in in, in holding them accountable, you can't be this person's canceled. This person's trash. This no. person's whack. Hey, yo, imagine it being has a, to be a imagine being a former incel. You better delete your tweets. You better delete the tweets. Delete all them tweets. Delete the tweets. Once an incel, always an incel. Bruh, like <laughs> that. That's that. That sounds horrible on so many levels. I don't care. Um. Don't care. And screenshots now, like the like the screenshot thing is out of control. Yep. It's, it's wild to me that like people sit niggas on, will literally screenshot shit no context they just, just throw it out there you'd be like uh, no like no personal in, in business. order in order to get some of these screenshots people are literally just screenshotting they've got to be screenshotting every five minutes of their life yeah they've got to be every interaction that they've ever had with anybody they've got to be screenshotting how wh- where do you guys find storage space for pictures of your kids yeah, or your man. vacation it's true or your food or like selfies. I mean, I got that too. You must have like a whole folder. Yeah. Like, how do you even organize such a thing? You don't. Do you organize it by like screen name <laughs> or by like it's true. offensive terminology or by like subject? Like, like how do you guys always be able? How are you guys always able to go back, find exactly the screenshot you wanted, pertaining to exactly the subject you wanted, pertaining to the exact person that you wanted, so fast? It's to true, like, it's, it's not true, normal. Dog. It's not healthy. But back to back to Charles Gambino because we spent half the episode just complaining about Twitter. Um, Charles Gambino. Um, so there, so there's a lot of positive things to be said about this video. Um, there's you might a lot want of to sit up. I can't. I can barely hear you on there. There's a lot of positive things to be said about this video. There's a lot of. Um, so okay, we need to describe the video not in great detail because you got to go watch it. It's fucking four minutes long. Like you got that time, but it starts off. With a guitar riff, a black man sitting down with a beard, bald black man with a beard sitting down playing the guitar, um, kind of like an, an African folky vibe. 
and you see, uh, you know, uh, Donald walk up shirtless with some pants on with a full beard looking like Teddy Bendergrass in 1982. This nigga looking like Marvin Gaye in 1979. He, he's, he's really... He, he definitely taking that style back. I fuck with it, though. I, he, I, he's really... And you know... And you, so, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the fucking taco meat out, like, he out here making funny faces. And you're like, okay, what's going on? And the dude's playing the guitar. And they zoom in on, on uh, Donald's face. And then they zoom back out while the dude's playing the guitar. And what happens? He goes into full-on fucking, uh, what's that? Full-on Sambo mode, or what's, what was it? The picture, he does like a full pose with a gun in his hand and blows the dude's heads off and the song starts. It starts off with a guitar rip and then hits the trap beat out of nowhere as soon as the bullet fires. This is how the video starts. I'm just gonna Chaos say, ensues. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> so much setup. What? I'm gonna say this. Um, Please don't say no wild shit. I am amused at Donald Glover's insistence on trying to bring back late seventies masculine, I'm like not, dad bod, cherry chest, no nigga, I, I full beard, nappy nope, afro. Nope, I fuck with that shit heavy dog. Like That's that, me. that is That's very, nope. very funny to me. Don't be a hater. Um, if there's one thing Donald Glover does right. It's looking like a 1981 pop singer. So, so I've had, so I've had a lot of discussions. I've had a lot of debates within the last few days over this video because there are a lot of people who feel that this video uh, he does do, doesn't say anything. There, there well, are a lot of people who think that something. who think that it's imagery meant to provoke for the sake of provocation. There are people who have who have complained of commodification of black pain. Man. There are people who, who say that there is no inherent value. Man. Um, Man. Here's the thing. That's, I think, a hallmark of the best art. Yeah. Is that there is always going to be some, some way you can look at it and it will always reflect you back at you. Um, well, because okay. there are a couple of ways you can interpret yeah, exactly. uh, Donald Glover so what, shooting a, a hooded prisoner. And then after that, what what we AK-47 see... AK-47 exactly, to acquire... To what, after that, what we see is him basically... South African folk dances. What is he's doing? Dances and, and he's doing basically it, black dances. Many different forms. This he's, he's whipping it. He's... What's the block boy JB dance? He's... Doing like you said, the African folk dances. He's doing eighties. He's doing everything. Did you did you listen to Black Boy's album? Not yet. We can go there in a second. But anyway, mm-hmm. and in the interspersed between him walking around, it's like one of those one shot videos. He's walking around rapping to this trap beat, and he's doing these dances, making funny, crazy faces. And then he, you know, and it's then all of a sudden you think, okay, man, we're finally out. He just shot a nigga in the head, but we good. And then out of nowhere, he then grabs the AK and then shoots the choir. A choir, obviously, hearkening back to uh, Dylan Roof in, in uh, you know, in Charleston, South Carolina, and all that shit. Is it Charleston? Whatever. And um, so then, after that, in it, it, he he goes back to trap, rapping the trap, and you know, like hitting them folks and, and doing all the dances, and it kind of just ends with mass like craziness around. It's literally at one point a pale horse rides by. <laughs> With death writing on it in the background. Like, I mean, to me, the imagery is powerful. And you can sit here and say, oh, like everything Aaron Smart just said. 
But you can also, like Aaron Smart is saying, you can kind of take this many different ways. And lyrically, he's speaking about, in one hand, dancing and we just want to party. And on the other hand, there are things happening like police killing people or people killing black people left and right. It, it's, what's the right answer? It's, it's it, I just, I'm, I'm amused at the way people have, I'm probably less interested in what the video is trying to say than I'm more interested in what people say about the video because it, because I think that's what it's doing. It's holding up a mirror to us yeah, and telling us who we are, where we see ourselves, how we see ourselves. There are there were a lot of interpretations. It, it's funny because you get writers writing these you know interpretations of the video, and even one thing was like his his style of dress was a was a was a nod to Jim Crow and yeah, uh, literally slavery. Jim Crow. And I and I'm like, really? Because because like cause like Drew just said, he looks like Teddy P. Yeah. But I think it, or Al Green on the cover of, uh, which one was that? It was before the grits. <laughs> you have, <laughs> so many people see different things. And it's also very much about reflecting blackness back to black people because yeah. it's very clear who the video is for and about. Exactly. When you can, when you have interpretations that are, and I don't want to say wildly off the mark because for all I know, that could have been what he intended. Or maybe he didn't intend anything at all by that. Maybe that's just what he had on when he came to the to shoot that day. Yeah. But there are people who will read that into that. And what was funny was I, I wasn't sure the ethnicity of that writer. Yeah. And I wish I had bookmarked it so I could go back and double check right I'm now. Gonna, I'm going to do you like this. Because yeah. something tells me that was not a black. Person. No, man, he just looked like somebody's uncle. Like, and, I mean, or, <laughs> or if it was a black person, it was a very, it was a very generational thing. Look, I'll tell you like this: for I'll, someone who maybe didn't grow, grow up, up in it. yeah, getting, you know, looking at their parents' record collections, because parents' record collections are a thing that an entire generation of kids is not exposed to at this point. I'll put it to you like this, man. Someone my brother's age does not... No, he no, never no. saw my mom's records. Yeah. He never... Like, I barely saw my mom's records. I, I think the... Okay, so to compare, and this is the fun part, is like, I watched the Plug Walk video. Just randomly, me and my brother would just happen to have music. Uh, we just happen to have, like, YouTube playing with music. And the Plug Walk video comes on, and these niggas are literally in a fucking laboratory creating drugs. And I mean, like, and I get it. It's a fun song. It's meant to be whatever. Like, what sucks is, even though they're completely, they're, the levels of art forms are different, they're on the exact same playing field. And it's interesting when people, they're on the same playing field and that they're both music videos made by artists, by black artists. And it's funny because when people try to downplay what he's done to make it seem like you're doing everything that you just said, then you also have to realize Nicki Minaj is sitting in a video called Chun-Li and this bitch does not wear a blue jumpsuit one fucking time in the video. And you know what? At the end of the day, whatever we can say about Donald Glover's video, pointless, overdone, you know, uh, chaotic, amazing, beautiful, all these things, Nicki Minaj made a video called Chun-Li and in only two scenes, dressed up like Chun Li, 
the art form, at the very least, in Donald Glover's case, is lifted. It's so good. It's so thought-provoking. It's so much that it makes everything else look like absolute shit. shit. You saved that. You saved that so well because I knew where I was going. Because I, I was literally pulling, I was literally pulling up the no correlation gift, and I was going to throw it at you. No, That's, no, no. Trust me, I knew what the fuck I was going. I knew where I was going. Yeah, that, the reason I'm talking yeah, about the Nicki Minaj is because Nicki Minaj was another video that came out. That, that was a that was a lot of. I was I was lost. You gotta get through those metaphors. And I brought you man. back in. I brought you back. I, I was worried. I was like, yo, am I gonna have to cancel this whole damn show? No, 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 nigga. nigga we gotta just, I gotta quit the show no, now. No, 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 don't worry about that. I gotta go. give the Chicagoans what they always wanted. I guarantee you this much. Man, anyway, <laughs> we're not gonna go. Anyway, so what I nah, because you know what? No. Uh, Callback. That's your process, not mine. Callback. But yeah, man. So, no, nah, man, at the end of the day, it's high, it, it's high art, man. Look, it's 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 intro to belly good. Yeah, you want to know? You want to? <laughs> you want to know? Okay, so here's so here's a kind of a, so here's kind of a wild thing. There's there's no way that I don't think that any of the interpretations can be mutually exclusive. Nope. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that that it's possible to say that he's only uh, frowning, admonishing us. For dancing while nah, I, I never got dire that. circumstances. I never got that around from the video. There I are a lot of people who read it as, nah. "Oh, y'all are distracted by his dancing." Nah, the, the, the nah. dancing distracts no. you. You niggas are coons. Like no part of these black people dancing through the pain. And, like, and, and there's but there's but there's part of it. That's what I'm saying. You can't say, but you also can't say that he's not necessarily. Yeah. Commenting toward that as much as he's saying that, hey, maybe this is also very much a necessity. Like, yeah. or maybe he's just saying this is who we are. He could be saying all three of those things. He'd be saying this is who we are. Maybe it's a necessity. Maybe it's a distraction. Maybe we can do better. Maybe we maybe we shouldn't do better. And Nicki Minaj couldn't even get the fucking Chun Li thing right. You don't understand, man. I pick Chun Li every time I play. Okay, this, so so this so this is clearly more of a personal issue that you have. I mean, no, what I'm saying you, is you definitely you definitely hurt. <laughs> you definitely hurt that you no. didn't get to see Nicki Minaj dressed up as Chun Li. It's not Let, no, it's not no. She could have been dressed up as as conservative Chun Li with, with the with the Let's with the investigate pants. this fetish that you have for Chun Li and Nicki Minaj. No, here's the thing. Let's what other what other characters would you like to see your favorite rappers? Dressed as ah, good Drew. Is, it, is Street Fighter characters or are we just throwing it out there? Yeah. Let's open it to the floor. Iggy Azalea as Link. That's hot. And or Zelda. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm trying to see uh, Beyonce come out in a Master Chief uniform. Nigga. We out here. Oh, we are out God. here, my guy. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. Look, oh, you know, fuck with me. You know what would have been better? You know what would have been better? If she had named herself Sam, if she had called the song Samus, and she had been dressed up the beginning of the video, she could have been wearing the fucking Samus uniform. By the end of the video, the whole thing fell off. Then now we're talking creative over here. Now we're talking levels. You know what? I don't. Yeah. Here's my problem with all music videos. 
my gold standard is to this day Missy Elliott Saka to me. Okay, Yo, was, if you are not dressed man. up as Mega Man in your video doing Thank dances you. in space, don't talk to me. Nicki Minaj don't come at me. Don't say your video is a work of art or genius if you're not dressed up as Mega Man. Missy homie. was watching the Nicki Minaj video like this picture. Fucked it all up for everybody. God damn it! Now I got can, 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 can we can we talk about can we talk about Missy Elliott in black body paint with a shaved head and and rhinestone eyebrows? All I know is there was one uh, video where uh, Nicki Minaj or not Nicki rising Nicki. from the depths. No, they, in a black light. No, there and, was one and, with the hit him with the he video. She literally it was so creepy that I was a twelve year old watching that shit. Like yo, she literally flew up wearing a. A suit like the Untouchables, but in like this barren wasteland, and like at one point she like flies up to the top let's, of the steps, and I'm like, Yo, let's talk about this. Is what we grew up let's on. Let's talk about Missy Elliott hawking a projectile loogie, Nigga. fifty feet through the air how, to land in one of her dancers' mouths. How did he get, wipes his mouth in satisfaction? How did and continue dancing? Get your freak on simultaneously. Be super rapper cliche with niggas just standing around rapping. And then at the same time, having the coolest visuals ever. Let's, How let's does she simultaneously Let's do talk that? about Ludacris's bed with hydraulics. His bed with hydraulics. <laughs> let's let's talk about how Nicki Min, let, let, Let's talk about how Missy Elliott had a little white girl dancing better than all the little black girls, and nobody was mad. Everybody was like, like nobody that. thought to get mad for twenty years. Had, I just now started seeing appropriation comments about gossip folks. Look. Like just recently, she had and, Tommy Lee in and the video. Nobody could even fuck with. Like people were like, "Nah, man, that little white girl's no. She's the only one we can't ever." She had Tommy Lee. That little white girl's immune. She's immune to Twitter look, wokeness. Look, she had Sierra in the video, and was Sierra on the song? Like I don't know. <laughs> let's let's talk about the trash bag. Let's look, just talk about the trash bag. Her first video. That's her first. That was her introduction. Her introduction to the video was to say fuck you to the entire record industry after they took her off a song. Nicki Minaj can't even dress up They like took her out of a video for the Raven Simone song because she didn't look right. Okay. They gave it to a more quote unquote conventionally attractive woman. Nope. Failed. The, the song, wait, the song was a the song was a hype, but it, it wasn't it a brick? Anywhere. Wasn't it a brick? It, yeah, was, it, it flopped. Yeah. And then for her first video, she was like, oh, y'all think I'm fat, huh? And she wore a fucking plastic bag with, like, and then inflated it. Like, oh, we're going to see who's fat, motherfucker. You know what? Let's just say it. Michael Jackson fucking stepped on lighting fucking cement 30 Michael years Jackson ago. disintegrated into dust <laughs> and did not traumatize Little black 10-year-old kids at the Carson uh, Mall Theater Fucking have their dad cussing. This is some bullshit. Eddie Murphy I literally saw this. looked at the fucking powder, powder, the dust, the same way Darth Vader looked at Obi-Wan after he <laughs> Drew, Drew, when I tell you, I was so, so I went to see Infinity War again. And I was, as I was going to my auditorium, I passed another auditorium that was showing was just letting out. Yeah. And there was this family. Five black people, three little boys, the dad, the mom, they were like, they were the perfect black family. They looked so cute and, and happy together. They were, a, they were a strong unit. Yeah. All three of the little boys looked like 
Hurricane Katrina survivors. Damn. You, you remember you remember seeing the, the footage from Hurricane Katrina? Like the survivors looked really shell shocked. They looked like, yep. oh my God, I've been through it. Yep. All three little boys were looking at each other and looking it's at like, their mom damn. and looking at the ground. And they were just trying to like process everything they had just seen. The dad was cussing like he had just seen niggas get shot outside of the club. Damn. Like, fuck, man. Some bullshit. Oh my God. Niggas. God damn! Like that's how he literally. When I say that's literally what he was saying, I kid you not. Word for word, this is some bullshit. Real loud in front of his kids. Is the the his the mom? She was trying to hold the team together. She was she was <laughs> she was trying to call everybody. Guys, look, I'm sure there's gonna be another one. I'm sure they'll be back. The whole family was going through it as a unit. I've never seen this at any movie ever. And I got to thinking, I'm so glad that when we were kids, we didn't have movies end the way Infinity War ended because for us, going to the movies would be like going to the dentist. Yeah. Man. It would be awesome. Hey, we're going to the movies. No! Like, them niggas that, T'Challa and Spider-Man. So, wait, but here's the thing. So, sorry for the spoilers. You had two weeks. Come on. You should have seen it by now. Nah, nigga, fuck you. I saw that shit in Detroit. <laughs> you have no now, excuse. Now, now, what, you know, what, what just occurred to me today was that we did have something along those lines. And it did have that strong effect. But the thing was, when I remember being little and hearing about the way children responded to Optimus Prime's death in Transformers, the movie. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly recall being very skeptical of those children. And also, I'm ashamed to admit, assuming their ethnicity. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just knew only white kids could be so soft as to cry at the death of a cartoon robot. Hey, nah, man. Like- and now I, now I think I understand. Here's the thing. I don't ever want to hear people talk bad about this generation of kids ever again. Like, they're soft. Like, 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 they, like they can't handle things. Because I remember our generation was so hurt by Optimus Prime dying in the Transformers movie. They rewrote Duke's death in the G.I. Joe movie. Duke got stabbed in the heart. In the heart. I remember being little and still thinking I was mad suspect that he's in a coma. First of all, how are you going to diagnose him on the battlefield, bitch? Let, shouldn't, shouldn't Doc be making that, that, that no, assessment? You can't let him go no more, Doc. You can't let him go. Niggas, is, the, niggas have been upset about Optimus Prime, Prime dying. Literally, what? they still haven't let it go. Then, then, wait, but then at the end of G.I. Joe the movie. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to change it. We still talk about then, then at the end of G.I. Joe the movie, they made it a point to have somebody come back into the studio after the movie was done to just real quick throw in a voiceover. We just got a call from headquarters. Duke just woke up out of his coma. He's okay. Nigga, they had to rewrite a whole season of TV to somehow account for this nigga getting stabbed in the heart with a fucking snake. Look, man, it's the same. It looks- and not dying. It's the belly ending, dog. Africa. I would... <laughs> I was so dumbfounded. Like, that always stuck out to me as a kid. Like, yo, if he's okay, then why don't you show him? Like, where is he? 
And then when I got older and I started understanding like how these things get made and I was like, oh, they added that in after the fact. Then I realized like it was because of the Transformers movie backlash because white kids spazzed out so hard. I was like, damn, they'll never be able to do that again. And sure enough, I walked into this go see Infinity War and not only did they murk every single character we cared about. They murked all the new people. Then they showed the title of the movie afterwards and had the title disintegrated to dust the exact same way the characters, we just, we beloved characters, we just watched them disintegrate to dust. That was such a disrespectful moment. I wanted to smack Stanley. Yo, they did more so dirty. I know we talked about this last time. Souls and emotions were hurt at that movie. We're still talking about it. That nigga, I know, we don't skip half the shit. Look, listen, kids... Kids' souls were burnt off that movie the way they would have been if they showed up to school wearing fake FUBU and got roasted. So look, guys. Yo. First first of all, can we talk about how dangerous it is as a black kid to show up at school with fake anything? Not fresh. Nigga. Like, like there was that moment in the episode of Atlanta this last Thursday where Earn is trying, where young Earn is wearing his his fake Fubu uh, uh, shirt that his mom bought him at Ross at the discount store. Where I think when you're little, when you're that age, you don't really understand how Ross works. No, nah, yeah, you that can't like be fake at Ross. I mean, that it's not fake at Ross, but there's a factory defect, and factory defect just means like, oh, this the that batch when they inspected it. Didn't have the right stitch count, or, or maybe it just didn't sell. Like, it it, it didn't have, it had, or or it was surplus. It was surplus yeah. that they maybe over ordered, and and somebody sent it back. So now it ends up at Ross or Marshalls yeah. or TJ Maxx. Or maybe it's over ordered. But like we said. were kids. We didn't understand any of this. We just knew that mom dragged us to Ross on a Saturday afternoon. Thank Burnt up our whole free time. We only got two days off from school. Yep. You using up at least three hours of our of our forty eight hours of freedom. I'm trying to play to, my Sega to to, to to look at clothes that we don't like or that maybe we do like that that we that we're all we. What was funny to me was that I don't think any of us ever really understood that all of us were going to Marshalls. No. No. Like all of us were definitely going to the same like Ross. Oh, we were definitely going on to different the same days. Yeah, absolutely. But it was like we absolutely were. But it was like there was just enough uncertainty as a child that if you showed up in your Ross, you felt really like insecure about it. So, so look, I'm because you thought you. the other kids were wearing designer from like the the department store. And everybody was getting their shit on sale because everybody's everybody, parents were poor. Thank you. Everybody's parents were poor. No, look, look, we were smarter. we were all broke. I had a Fubu jersey. And I remember. I don't know why. You had the jacket, the reversible. Yeah, old dog. I had the the phenom jacket that like they called I, you Kool Aid. They called me Kool Aid, and back then I got all, I was all like shook about it. But I mean, I was still. But like people loved that but jacket. People loved the jacket though. But like so so this so this show this, so this, Atlanta has this great way of like, isn't it? First of all, can we talk about how weird it is that black people all over the country. All have the same experience, bro. How is it possible that that, that how what's what's the, what's the population of black of black women in America like just like nineteen million? Nineteen million, nineteen million people have all had similar enough experiences that you could that you could put something in a TV show, and we all feel 
like that was us, even if it necessarily wasn't, it's still familiar enough to us that we can just be like, oh yeah, that happened. We all we all understand exactly how it feels. That's kind of creepy to me. It, no, it, it, it's it kind was, of it's kind of astonishing. It was so on point. Like the kid that played Ern looked like me. Like I was like. This nigga you have, do you like ever me. wonder if white people might be a little right and maybe black people are all like like have we all know each other? I mean, you know what? I'm, look, I'm telling like, you right now. Like, 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 young what, Earn, like, what if young, young Earn, Earn in seventh grade, look just like Young Drew in the seventh fucking grade. What if in our creepy. terrestrial concerns? What if in what if the whole reason they had to break our souls and spirits during slavery was because we actually had stronger mental bonds between each other? Than anybody had ever had before. What if we all just tell them? What if we got superpowers? What if, what if we really do got tele- telepathy? What if we got a hive mind, bro? We actually do. Shared experiences. We do. You know why? Because uh, you don't have to say anything to a black person. You just have to give them that look. Niggas know exactly son, what the fuck you talk about son, before you say it. You do the black boy JB dance? Nigga. That's just the spirits of the ancestors speaking through our feet. Tell me at, at the beginning of Black Panther, when them niggas was in Oakland, every nigga in the theater, hey, everybody all knew, the everybody country. knew that song. Everybody knew exactly what song. Everybody had had shot on the milk crate basketball court. Everybody had worn this the the Nike sneakers in the in the starter jacket. Like we all knew yep. that experience, or we all knew somebody that had that experience. And so these shared experiences amongst black people are like the thing that glues us together. And sometimes I wonder if like black white people look at that and they just feel left out, and that's why they're always so mad and stank about everything. Look, like like that's why that's why Roseanne is so bitter now. Like man, I wish we'd have had Jays and starter jackets. I mean, it's like you, you did. did. <laughs> you just you just you didn't bond over it the way we did, and you didn't appreciate it the way we did. Mainly because as going back to the beginning. When Ern told his white friend about his dilemma, what did he say? He said, I don't, I don't I've been wearing, I wore a shirt two I'm days in a row. I wore a shirt two days this week. And, Ern just looked at him like this. And this, this and this is a weird thing because this is like, because we are so, we have this, this ingrained sense of gotta be fresh, of, of, of. We gotta look good, man. Of, of impressing one another, of, of, of flashiness. And there's this, there's a cultural tradition of, of roasting. Exactly. You, you and, don't want to get roasted, so and, you dress up. And so this episode, we actually kind of didn't surmise it very well. We kind of threw hints and all that shit. Did but you say it's, surmise? Yeah, did I? yeah, I did. But, I um, feel like you meant to say summarize. Summarize. I did mean to say summarize. This, 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 don't record it's 1047 your, y'all don't record your podcast I did mean to say summarize after work on a Tuesday summarize still works night. though don't it what? no oh, yeah, you're right it's like while, <laughs> you, while you drink beers and, and occasionally beer. whiskey so the thing the episode is basically is, I'm just playing about the whiskey it, Drink it, definitely drink the whiskey it shows it Earn and Earn and uh, uh, um, Alfred and Paperboy in middle school and it basically, the episode is to show how close they are and what they've been through as family and as friends. And Earn comes to school with a fresh-ass new FUBU jersey. And he's over here styling, and he's sitting in class, and he looks, and everybody's like, yo, you got the FUBU jersey? And everybody's talking to him, and he looks back. The other little homie in the background got the same FUBU jersey with the patch. And it begins. The entire episode is about finding out who has the real one and who has the fake one. And what happens 
throughout this whole process. The craziest part is, I mean, honestly, you're never really going to fucking tell. But kids are going to roast each other anyway. And like Aaron Smarter says, the tradition of black people roasting each other makes no... You can literally get roasted for being fly. You can get roasted for looking like shit. You can ro get roasted for being handsome. You can get roasted for being ugly. You get roasted for being skinny. You get roasted for being fat. But not everybody can handle it the same way. And Erd's character, obviously, is a little more sensitive than some of the others. So he pretty much spends the entire episode either hiding or arguing his starting to talk his way out of it. But who comes to save the day? It's Cousin Alfred, who is dressed up in ROTC Academy. <laughs> Yo, that was kind of the thing that surprised me the most. It's like, wait a minute. Like, what? Alfred was in ROTC he like he looked like he might have been like a decent student. Like, how does a guy like that end up selling drugs? I mean, because he's organized. <laughs> he was taught all the rules and all the regulations. And but knew it, how to it, take it's, care of isn't it isn't it funny though that like there isn't what that that sort of entrepreneurial spirit that that capitalistic drive isn't rewarded. And it isn't something that we cultivate or nourish in kids. We don't like it's it's very intriguing to me that that you have some of the smart people I know were drug dealers. Yeah, or some of the some of the most intelligent, some of the wittiest, some of the funniest, some of the most charismatic people I knew ended up, and we and we consider this a waste of talent, right? We consider yeah. this a waste of of, of potential. Isn't it intriguing to me though? Because why isn't there a an avenue, some way to funnel the black side, those sort of people? Into Damn, niggas is really popping off fireworks on a Tuesday night at eleven o'clock. Oh, that means someone's firing a real gun soon. Okay, why not? I, I got it. Mean, whatever. I'll be inside for a little if, bit. If, <laughs> Drive bys, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, you so like like for instance, okay, so the so the Migos, prime example. Mm -hmm. Migos are clearly intelligent cats. They're clearly witty and charismatic and charming, and they they have style and they and they're very business minded. What were they doing in trap? You know what I'm saying? Big boy, Killer Mike, uh, Two Chains. Uh, Really stoop, like we just talked about. Twenty One Savage, like who, what? What is it that draws these types? That draws these types of guys into this world, and why isn't there some something that funnels? Because you don't hear about really like white kids at these really like nice schools who like like, like they don't feel the need to like sell candy. Yeah, you know, oh well, part of it, it's a two-pronged thing. It, part of it is, and I, you know, it's image. Like, we see it, not necessarily in music, sure, but just out there in general. You see it, like, the image of, it's America. We're always about Jesse James. We're always about, you know, like, the hero, the the gangster, the John Dillinger's, the, all this stuff. That's ingrained in our history. But also, part of it is that there's certain opportunities that are there and certain opportunities that aren't. Remember, a lot of these kids really did come up poor. They really did come up from not a lot. 
and when you you're smart enough to see opportunities in all directions but when you're 15 it doesn't matter how smart you are you see someone making money selling uh you know selling some someone making money selling crack on the corner whatever versus going to school for 20 hours you know you know you're young you're not you're not you're not smart enough to see the decisions in front of you and how it plays out in the long end but you are smart enough to see I want this. I want that. I know how to get it. And so, you know, I mean, we, we just fall into that. Like, it, it, it just is. Like, it, it's unfortunate. It, it, it just, it's really funny to me because it was a thing where, like, Alfred was definitely selling things illicitly. For real. At, at his school at a very early age. And sort of maneuvering his way out of it. But also when you when you have a punishment that doesn't seem, you know, all that bad, or even if you are punishing, like you're getting them used to being punished for doing a thing that benefits them, so they don't see punishment as, you know, like punishment. They just see it as par for the course. Exactly. They and see so, it almost like a badge of honor. And like, so yo, you, and so you end up time. kind of, and so you end up kind of like being willing to take those those gambles and those penitentiary chances because yeah. you don't see that punishment as as a, as a risk to yourself. You don't see it as as remember, you know, remember. loss. And also long term, it's hard in general for kids to see long term. It's hard for kids in the best possible circumstances to see ten years down the line. So imagine if you're in an area where people do die, or people really do disappear, or people do go away for a long time. You don't know. And so I think that's why, you know what I mean? It's unfortunate, and it's our jobs as elders now to tell them, hey, man, look, I get it. I understand, but there's, you know what I mean? There's another way. Nigga, look at you and me. We didn't graduate from college. Well, you graduated from college a couple years ago. I still haven't graduated. And think about how long it took us to get to regular. You know what I mean? Like, and we weren't selling drugs. We weren't doing anything crazy. We was just... Not doing Just trying to work, yeah, like you know, so which I, maybe we should have sold some drugs. Uh, one thing that we do have to sell <laughs> at this point t-shirts. is t shirts. I think we're gonna, you know, we start, I think we're gonna set up a Patreon. You donate to that, bam, Patreon, Patreon. I, I, I don't, you know, I would rather just direct market the shirts. Oh, yeah. Hit us up on IG. Because the, the, <laughs> like, you gotta, like, their Patreon takes too much. Like maintenance, and we already do a really poor job of basically anything that involves not just meeting up on Tuesday and having a recorded therapy session, basically. And kind of take pictures. We take good pictures. I, I don't know. I, you take good pictures. I just work. I just I just do my job. Um, you know who's not doing his job? Oh. DJ Khaled. Uh, that nigga don't even. I really, it. I really put a star next to it. I thought we was gonna start off right there, and we just, we, one day we're gonna be organized. One day we're gonna like. We are organized. One day we're going to like script the show. We're gonna like record. We're gonna edit. We're gonna do all sorts of stuff. But today ain't that day. Get used to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> DJ Khaled. Okay, so funny thing about the DJ Khaled situation. You don't need posting. That's what he says. But the thing is, is that that's what he said. That's what he said two years ago in 2015. The, the clip that that that, that really? began recirculating on on Twitter was an old interview that he did on Breakfast Club. How do you know that? That someone pulled up and 
just happened to tweet a joke offhandedly. And of course, like like things do when there's an opportunity to roast somebody that, I don't know, like certain celebrities, just people want to roast because for whatever reason, they just. Kings don't do that. Kings don't do that. Like Kings don't eat pussy. He said, he said, the rules are different for men. Like because well because he said so many things that were so wildly out of pocket. Yeah, man. And then it's DJ Khaled. It's like nobody knows what it is he does. That nigga really just be there. He's, he's very he's very vocal. He's very visible without having a a clear distinction of like what it is that he actually contributes to the song aside from yelling on it and dancing to it. Um, his his you know he puts his son out there. He puts his life out there. He's super active on Snapchat. So. I can see how a certain kind of person who even maybe doesn't even think about DJ Khaled that much would just be peripherally aware of him and just think he's a little corny. I mean, honestly, what's funny is people take it seriously as in like, damn, DJ Khaled. All I can think of is, I mean, I mean, it's DJ Khaled. Like, I, so I wouldn't the, expect... I, I, I'm surprised he even talked about sex. So, Normally, so he doesn't thing, even mention shit like that. You notice that? So the thing that, so the thing that got me about the, about the whole day... Was that I never, when I signed on for this job, expected to be writing a headline about late '90s pop punk band Smash Mouth giving sexual advice to DJ Khaled. Hey, you know DJ Khaled, a king who does not is no king at all. Man, um, you know, uh, I thought you know, Twitter's a, a people place. really, people really chimed in on this. Like, people really were giving random strangers on the internet way too much information about their sex lives. Yeah, you, and I, we're definitely not going to do that right now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Compton Beach Show. Follow us Follow at us. Compton underscore Beach Drew on Nace. Twitter and Instagram. Email us at. The Compton Beach Show at gmail.com. Please like, like subscribe, share, rate, and review on iTunes. We got a new review and rating on iTunes. And tune in next week where we will hopefully have figured out how we're going to get these shirts on. You guys have a good week. We love you. Peace. It's pussy dog.